Welcome to From Beer to the Bible with your host, Urban Lee. Each week, you'll hear stories from Urban's road to sobriety and steps you can take to help you or a loved one find healing through Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, Urban Lee. Good evening. This is your host, Urban Lee of From Beer to the Bible. You can find information about the book at FromBeerToTheBible.com. You can support Hampton Ministries at HamptonMinistries.org. Welcome, and we want to jump right into it tonight. I have a scripture that has been heavy on my heart, and I'm going to read it to you, and then I'm going to say a prayer, and then we're going to jump into tonight's topic, which is marriage and recovery. That's right. We're going to talk about marriage and the impact recovery has on those who are suffering from drug and alcohol addiction as they recover in Christ Jesus. The scripture comes from Romans 8, 28, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. It's very familiar. Most of us know it. All things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Wow. I love that. And it reminds me that no matter what I'm going through, no matter what my circumstances look like, that God is, even when I cannot see or feel him behind the scenes, working all things together for good. Let us pray. Father, our heavenly father, we love you. We submit ourselves to your will, your ways, and we walk by faith and not by sight, trusting in your goodness, your compassion, your love, your mercy, your grace and faithfulness. In Jesus name. Amen. Well, we're going to go to the deep end of the pool. I was just telling Matt, my producer for today, that marriage and recovery was on my mind as I was walking into the studio. But to be honest with you guys, I really didn't want to talk about it. But then as I was looking through our show topics, it was at the top. So This is the burden uh, and the purpose and the calling that the Lord has for this show. So we're going to talk about marriage and recovery. Uh, I will tell you guys openly and honestly, when you're in your active addiction, from my own personal experience, there is a lot of collateral damage because you are this self-willed storm that is destroying everything that is in your path. And that involves your spouse. So we are going to talk about specifically those who are married to recovering and recovered alcoholics and that path And I'm going to use the word pain and I'm going to share my own personal experience with my wife. I'm sure she'll be excited to hear that I'm sharing with the world, but she knows I'm transparent and in all transparency, here it is. So as I recovered and got out of rehab and I got home and I'm getting into the rhythm of living My expectation was because I was sober that everything would be okay. Well, I'm here to tell you 
That is not what I experienced. Now, just because I was sober did not mean that all of my character defects and all of the things that I had done to my wife and then to our relationship to dishonor it and dishonor my covenant before the Lord God, those things had not been dealt with. And I'm going to sum it up this way. The consequences of my drinking did not vanish because I was sober and I went through rehabilitation. And I'm going to use the word process. It has been a process for my wife uh, and to a greater degree myself. And one of the things I had to learn was to have empathy and to have sympathy and to put myself in my wife's position. Uh, And I found it in all honesty to be very difficult. And when I imagine myself in her spot, knowing intimately all of the things I had said, all of the things I had done, and for how long my active alcoholism had lasted, I sat there and I said to myself, Lord, what a strong woman to stand by me through all of that through all of that. And I was asking myself if the shoe was on the other foot, would I have done the same? And the Lord brought to my remembrance, the Holy spirit did that your marriage vow says for better or worse for better or worse. And oftentimes today when the worst comes, People pack up and file for divorce in the entire time I was in my addiction. I kept waiting for my wife to walk in and say, I'm leaving you in my heart. I had already prepared myself for the moment. I just didn't know when it was coming because a a part of addiction is You see what you're doing. I saw the pain that I was causing my wife. I saw all of the horrible things that I was doing and saying and my behaviors and just, just, just a royal mess, so to speak. But I didn't have the power to stop it. And I saw the pain in her, in her face of like, where is my husband? The way to explain it to you is she would look at me and she was like looking at a stranger, desperately seeking, where is my husband? Where's the guy that I loved? And where's the guy I fell in love with? And although I love my wife, the love that I had for my wife was not enough to stop me from drinking. It was not enough to stop me from drinking. And I need you guys to get that because that's powerful because people used to say to me, well, you've got a great wife. You should just stop drinking for her. That's not how addiction works. If I can't stop drinking for me and the good Lord, how am I going to stop drinking for, for my wife? So that wasn't possible. 
And as we began our journey and our healing process, what I quickly realized was I felt like I was alone in my addiction, that I was only hurting and affecting me. Well, what I came to learn is that, no, I was hurting and affecting my wife and our relationship, our marriage, our friendship, everything. So although she was not an alcoholic, she was experiencing all the signs, the habits, all of the stuff that goes along with being an alcoholic, except for the physical symptoms. She felt the emotional s- symptoms because she were she was often a, a part of it. She was often a part of it. And I watched her struggle of of trying to to understand me, to support me, but not enable me. And when I got sober, all of that shift to you got to understand when the the alcoholic or the drug addict, when he gets rehabilitated and he comes home, what we're really learning to do is we're learning to live again. We're learning to rebuild our self-worth, our confidence, and we've got a lot of work to do to repair the relationship that we have damaged and in some cases almost destroyed with our spouses. So I had to learn to relate to my wife. I had to learn to allow her time, patience. Say that word again, patience. I wanted her to hurry up and forgive me. Look, I'm I'm home, honey, I'm home and I'm sober and I'm clean. Forgive me and let's get down the road. I wish that I could tell you that it has and was been that easy. It was not. And the most poignant moment of my recovery was my wife and I were lying in bed and we're watching a movie and things are going pretty well. And she turns to me and she says, I don't know if I can forgive you. And I I just don't know how I'm going to be able to forgive you for all of the things that happened when you were in your alcoholism. I just don't know how. And deep down inside, I was crushed because, again, making it about myself, part of addiction is being selfish and self-centered. I'm sitting there saying, wait, you've got this sober husband. Well, I was sober. There were still character defects and things that needed to be dealt with, but I thought it was powerful. I love my wife. One, I loved her transparency. Two, I loved her honesty. And three, what that said to me is, hey, bro, you got work to do. (laughs) You have work to do, mister. You got to put the hard hat on and you got to go to work. Got to go to work. And I had to go about 
adjusting my mindset while I was in recovery, I could not forget about my wife. And many times those of us who are in recovery, we spend so much time at meetings, helping others. We are spending so much time in recovery. We forget that our spouses need to be in recovery as well. They need counseling. They need love. And I always say it this way. We all have a trust account with whomever we are married to. That trust account goes up and down, up and down. Well, my trust account with my wife, her name's Lorraine, was pretty low, ladies and gentlemen, probably about on 10. So meaning out of 100, I, was, I had about 10% left in that trust account. So I had to, to, to start trying to rebuild that. And man, I, you know, when I looked at it, I said, how do you rebuild trust? It's a good question. We don't ask ourselves that enough. How do you rebuild trust? I'm going to give you a practical example. So I had stopped going to church. I had stopped reading my Bible. I had stopped walking and really, truly serving the Lord. One of the first things I did was I started, I found a church. We got back in church. I was going. I got up every Sunday morning and I remember going uh, maybe like six months every Sunday. And every Sunday, my wife would stay in bed. Um, and I remember calling, making a call to my dad. And I said, Dad, you know, every Sunday I'm getting up, going to church. And my wife's not going. And he said, son, how long were you in your alcoholism? And I said, oh, it, you know, it's been bad. It was bad for probably about three to five years. And he said, well, basically he talked about my trust account, that it was low, that I needed to be consistently consistent in all of my habits, in all of my doings, in all of my exhibiting faith in Christ. And I needed to keep going. He said, you just get up and you keep going. And every Sunday that you go and she sees you with that Bible in your hand, going out to church, trusting God, worshiping God, reading that Bible. One Sunday, she's going to get up and she's going to go with you. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. So kept going, kept going. Months passed. Still no wife. Still no wife. Then one Sunday I come in from uh, working out and praying and getting ready to take my shower. I go in the shower and I come out. My wife comes downstairs. My wife's already dressed. And she was like, I'm going to church with you. And I just whispered, thank you, God. Thank you, God. But to all of you who are in your recovery, it was a year thereabouts. And my wife will correct me on the timeline when she comes in. But it was about a year of me just getting up every Sunday, faithfully going, going by myself. Now, my feelings told me a lot of different things. Oh, she should get with it, get with the program. Well, I wasn't with the program for a lot of years because I was drunk all the time. Right. Partying, doing doing stuff I had no business doing. 
So I had to, over the course of a year, start to just rebuild the trust account on that. I'm serious this time in my walk with the Lord. I'm serious about going to church. I'm serious about changing who I was as a husband and as a man of God. I had to show her that. And once I did that, she started going to church with me. And then we did something that I really truly believe changed our marriage and changed our life. So every Sunday we would go to church and the Lord put a burden on my heart to take my wife and go down front. If you go to churches, a lot of times now you can go down front and you can have those people pray for, for you. So I'll be very transparent with you here. So every Sunday that we were there, we would go down front and we would have them pray for us every Sunday without fail. And we were, consistent in what we were asking them to pray for. We would have them pray for our marriage, uh, the ministry that we, we steward our business and our finances. We just had them plead the blood of Jesus consistently over those four areas of our life. And I have watched those four areas of our lives change so dramatically and I don't want to scare anybody but what happened was and the reason I started doing this the Lord put the burden on my heart one day I was sitting there and I was praying and I'm worshiping and literally the message was go down front and you consistently pray over these four areas because things are going to happen in your life that you aren't going to be able to handle now Let's break this down. One, I was happy that I heard from the Holy Spirit. But two, I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's that's an interesting message. So you be tell me things are coming down the pipeline that I'm not going to be able to handle. Well, we're supposed to be submitted and surrendered anyway to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit is, to, is supposed to lead God, counsel, equip us for whatever comes our way. And I'm so glad that I did because we had challenges in all four areas, just like the Lord forewarned me. And if we had not been already praying over those areas, I'm not sure that we make it through the trials and the tribulations that hit our marriage that hit our ministry, that hit our business, that hit our finances. Because true to the warning of the Holy Spirit, we experience it, we experience challenges in each of those areas. Uh, but I thank the Lord that he did. And one of the things I want to make sure you get is don't be afraid to ask for prayer when you're in your recovery and you're also trying to recover the love, faith, and hope in your marriage, it is so important that you have others come alongside you to pray with you, to pray for you, 
to intercede for you, right? The Bible says we have an advocate. Yes, we do. But we also are to bear one another's burdens. And for many years, when I was in my alcoholism and just even prior to that, I never asked people for prayer. I kind of felt embarrassed. But I will tell you what. I will come on this radio. I will go on my social media. I have no problem asking for prayer because prayer changes things, but prayer also will change you if it does not change your circumstances. So the importance of prayer to your marriage and your recovery cannot be understated. And I want to, as we close up this segment, please remember to the person in recovery, be patient with your spouse because many times we have done years of collateral damage that it is going to be a process of healing, not by your power and might, but the power and might of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth. The Lord says that Christ came that we may have life and that we may have it more abundantly. And a part of that abundance is healing, not only for ourselves, but also for our spouses. And I want to continue to talk more about this marriage and recovery on the other side. We'll be back with more of From Beer to the Bible right here on The Word, 100.7 FM. Finding addiction help is intensely personal, and the differences in options may not be immediately clear. Hampton Ministries was founded with the intent to provide people struggling with substance and behavioral issues with guidance to find the best environment for their well-being and recovery. Our main focus is to help those who use drugs and alcohol to break free and learn to cope with life circumstances. Hampton Ministries provides a rehab welcome kit to provide crucial resources to make their journey a success. Utilizing Lonnie Hampton's principles of character, work ethic, and selflessness, participants learn to hold themselves accountable. We want to help each individual obtain the life skills necessary to live a happy, successful, sober life. If you or a loved one is wrestling with substance abuse and needs help finding treatment or to donate, please visit HamptonMinistries.org. That's HamptonMinistries.org. Welcome back to From Beer to the Bible. Here's your host, Irvin Lee. Welcome back. It's your host of From Beer to the Bible, Irvin Lee. Please find more information about supporting Hampton Ministries at HamptonMinistries.org. We certainly need your help so we can continue to lead those who are suffering from drug and alcohol addiction uh, into recovery through the Lord Jesus Christ. We today have discussed marriage and recovery. It is such a rich and abundant territory of recovery because I believe if you are married, it is almost impossible to recover without your spouse being and playing an active part in the recovery process because they need to recover, you need to recover, and your marriage needs to recover. Please do not be afraid to seek outside counsel. There's plenty of counselors available. 
I encourage it. And to wrap up the show is my wife and I are still walking down a path of healing and restoration and renewal in the Lord Jesus Christ. And it is not where it's going to be, but the Lord continues to heal us and restore us. And I could not be more excited about what he's going to do in the future and that he's doing every day. So let me leave you with these words of encouragement. Do not give up. Do not lose hope and do not lose your faith. Keep the faith as Christ restores your marriage in the process of recovery. And I want to leave you today with the love. I love you. The faith is in Christ Jesus and the hope is found in the Lord our God. May God always richly bless you. Thank you for listening to From Beer to the Bible with host Irvin Lee. To learn more, visit FromBeerToTheBible.com. There you can catch past episode podcasts and find other resources. That's FromBeerToTheBible.com.